BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to Stadium Bets, everybody. On Stadium, we got Colby, we got Nate, I'm Ben, we got Monty running the sticks. Guys, we're approaching almost midseason. We're there. College football, NFL. We've got a couple shows under our belts. Doing okay for the best bets, but finally we kind of have like a we kind of have like an even even weekend. Some good college football games, some good NFL games. I think this is our week. I think we go undefeated this week. I hope so. That's a that's a lot of pressure to set right away. (laughs) But uh, yeah, college football. It was a loaded slate last week. Not as much this week, but still some big games. And as we go through the season, we're in conference play now, so gonna be plenty of needle moving games in terms of college football playoff and then NFL. Pretty solid week with one really. Big glaring game that's gonna be must watch on Sunday. Colby, how you feeling over there in your little corner? Feeling it. You're feeling good. That's good. Well, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts. We come out over the weekend. Uh, we come out Sunday with our NFL bets as well. And you can find us at Stadium Bets on Twitter with, for uh, all of our content, all of our clips, and everything like that. But uh, guys, let's start with college football, as we do usually for this show when it's kind of a normal slate. Got some fun games this weekend. We picked two that we really like, some of the primetime games, some of the prime games as well that we uh, that we think we have some raids on. So we'll start with Notre Dame at Duke. Game day, going to Duke for the first time ever. Notre Dame coming off a heartbreaking loss to Ohio State. That line is Notre Dame minus 5.5. 52 is the total. Do we like Notre Dame in a bounce-back situation? Yeah, I actually do. Uh, if, if Notre Dame wins last week and holds on against Ohio State and they had many opportunities to do so, I think this line would have been closer to Notre Dame minus seven and then would have been an opportunity maybe bet against Notre Dame with a, with a potential letdown against a Duke team that obviously will be very excited for this game because they are hosting college game day, as you mentioned. And just want to mention that uh, the Duke head coach, Mike Elko, was the defensive coordinator at Notre Dame from 2017. I know that Colby there we loves go. when I mentioned connections of, of human former Wikipedia coordinators former <laughs> coordinators and and where they're where they used to coach playing the yeah. team they coach coachpedia it's a little bit of a different notre dame team brian kelly was the head coach there and now it's a totally new regime at notre dame but i'm sure elko will be fully focused and, and relishing the opportunity to play against sam hartman and a notre dame team that offensively struggled a bit against ohio state last year and also uh, hartman will be interested in playing duke because he was a wake forest transfer so a lot of fun connections go. in this game. I prefer Notre Dame, though, laying the points. Nothing I'm going to really bet big, but that's the only way I could look in this one. You didn't like the Irish last week, Colby. I did. I took Notre Dame. You like the Irish this week? I said if ND would have won last week that we would be yep. taking Duke. But after Notre Dame getting smacked in the mouth last week and losing in heartbreaking fashion, I'm, I have to bet Notre Dame because they, are, they, were, they were the better team last week and they should have won. Sure, Duke is really good. This might be the best Duke team I've ever seen in my life. Nate probably has seen others because he's seen everything in this whole world. He'll tell you. <laughs> no, this, this is... <laughs> is this the best Coach Duke Pedia, team ever? Coachipedia over here. I think like 10 years ago, they won the ACC Coastal, but I think this team might be yeah, better. Yeah, this team was well, loaded. I, I mean, they were, they were decent really in the... Uh, and Manti Teo years. They were pretty good. For Duke? 
Well, oh, I thought you were talking about Notre Dame. <laughs> we're talking about Duke. I'm, I'm just thinking about Manti Teo. We're talking about Duke, right. Come on, yeah, okay. now. we're taking Notre Dame. David, Co- David Cockcliffe was a so- solid coach, and and how does he know? I mean, Dude, you he you was... click you 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 know the hyperlinks right. and coaches. You click that, and Nate's like, "Oh, do you want to hear? You want to see his coaching tree? <laughs> you want to see his whole biography of where he's been coaching since the '80s? Awesome. Pretty impressive. Give me Notre Dame. So, Eli, so, so what do you think? Notre Dame. Have okay, to. have to. I I think Notre Dame's the right side for this game for the full game. I really do. I think the Here five and a half, as you said, it's a little short, and Notre Dame probably should have won that game against Ohio State. But it's Colby loves. I'm Mr. First Half, apparently. I'm going to go Duke first half. I'm going to go Duke first half plus three and a half. I think you can get it in most places at that number. I don't mind plus three if it gets down to that by uh, by the weekend. I think Duke, at the very least, is talented enough to stick with Notre Dame for a half, for one half. And usually in games like this, the more talented team usually pulls out ahead eventually. But I think Duke, with their defense, they have some amazing defensive statistics. It's amazing defensive analytics. They're 34th in the country in first half points per game. They can stick with Notre Dame for a half. And I'll take them. I'll take points as well with them. You want to be a bold, do the money line. But I like plus three and a half for Duke in the first half. They're going to be rocking a, a night game, game day game. They're going to come out strong for the first half. I don't know if they'll be able to stick with them for the game. But I'll go Duke first half. There's a chance we can both all win. We can. Uh, Duke early, Notre Dame late. LSU at Ole Miss, game number two for Saturday. Uh, LSU kind of cutting it close a little bit last week, but they got yeah. the win. Got the win by three. Ole Miss got rocked by Alabama. How are you liking this game, Nate? Yeah, I like LSU a lot in this game. I think Ole Miss is overvalued. You have that week two game against Tulane where it's a close game for 58 minutes without Michael Pratt suiting up for Tulane. You almost lose that game. Then Georgia Tech, a game that was very close until the end when Lane Kiffin decided to cover the spread for the boosters. And then last week, loves it. Ole Miss got exposed by Alabama, probably Alabama's worst team in the Nick Saban era, at least since the early years of Nick Saban. I really don't think much of this Ole Miss team. They're still ranked 20th. I don't think they deserve that, to be honest. At the same time, LSU, I think they're still undervalued from that week one loss against Florida State, a game where they were pretty close for two and a half quarters. And now Florida State's 4-0 and and probably odds on to make the college football playoff at this point. So that loss doesn't look too bad. And then LSU last week kind of has that scare against Arkansas. It was a, It was a weird game. Maybe they were looking ahead some bigger games on deck. I think that kind of refocuses the team for this one, and we're getting that price break. So instead of laying minus three or minus three and a half, if LFU wins big against Arkansas, because it's a close game, we're getting under a field goal. I think that's really important. I'll have more on this game later, but I really like LSU this week. Go Tigers for Colby? Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Ole Miss let me down last week. They do not look good. I think they're overrated after – getting embarrassed essentially by the worst Nick Saban team I've ever seen. I don't have much to say other than I'm absolutely hammering this. I love this team. I think like what Nate said, they're undervalued because of their loss to Florida state. Just give me the Tigers. We agree. We all three, agree. LSU. First three. three and oh, other than Oregon, but yeah, don't count Oregon against Colorado. We hit that. that we love obvious. that. I, I just, the only notes I have for LSU, they're the better team. They, they just are they're the, they're the, the better team. I, I just you can get two and a half with the better team in the situation. I know they're on the road, but I don't think that's going to make that big of a difference for them. They're the more talented team, probably the better coach team. I'll take LSU minus two and a half in this one. Let's open up the board, boys. Other college football bets before we get to Monty's Iowa bet. Ooh, uh, Monty. We'll start with Nate. What are you looking at this weekend in college football? Yeah, I don't love too much in college football this week, but I was a little tempted by uh, USC laying the 21 and a half. Let's continue to fade Colorado, a team that last week we saw isn't very good, especially without two-way sensation Travis Hunter in the lineup. Oregon 
was you know up 35 nothing at halftime it could have even got uglier and the real real reason i like this though usc i think we're getting a price break on them because they only beat arizona state by 14 as a five touchdown favorite so because of that i think usc is going to be totally focused on this game and think about what's going on in like the landscape of, of west coast football as those as those schools go to different conferences usc and colorado as long as Dion's there they're going to be battling for recruits they're going to be battling for players in the transfer portal if USC wants to name the score, they will. I think it's a decent price here to kind of go into Boulder early kickoff and set the tone and show that they're still the best or most prestigious program out on the West Coast, or one of them at least. So give me USC minus 21 and a half at Colorado. You also like the Trojans? The, numbers, the number is in the perfect spot. They're giving us back-to-back weeks with basically the same number. How can I not like the Trojans after what I saw on Saturday? Like like we said, we've like we've been saying for weeks. As soon as Colorado plays a legit team, they're going to get embarrassed, and it's going to happen again. Sorry, Buff fans. It here it comes. Buckle up. They're going to get blown out. I'm going to go Kentucky minus one. It was minus like three and two and a half earlier in the week. I, I just I think this is a better team. I don't like Florida on the road. They're playing outside of the swamp. It's a noon game, an early start. I think Mark Stoops has his defense ready for this Florida team. I don't love Graham Mertz. Kentucky minus one. This could be no bad. Wildcats. I've never heard you say you don't like a quarterback. This I know. might be this bad. Is, uh, never good for me. <laughs> um, let's finish the block off. We got our boy Monty with his Iowa bet. Uh, got shut out last week. Apologies. No touchdown. So what, do you, what, uh, what do you like this weekend? Well, like you said, embarrassing game. Not ideal. Great. So Four first downs. Here we are. One and three on the season. Four first downs. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for the reminder. I'm going with an SGP this week because I don't like any of the numbers. So this is something that I do kind of like. So Iowa on the alt spread, minus six and a half. Win by touchdown, please. And then under 44 and a half. That was the biggest one I could get. Shout out to FanDuel. Minus 117 for the pair. Kind of like that, you know. Uh, There's no props up, obviously, yet. It's too early. Michigan State. Mel Tucker officially fired. Got absolutely wrecked by Washington and Maryland the last two weeks. 57 points combined is how much they lost by. That's pretty bad. I don't know if you guys know that. And then Iowa, we all know they suck. Hopefully they'll play better at home. They usually do, especially <laughs> under the lights. So they're definitely, I don't, I definitely can't see this getting to 44 unless there's like multiple defensive touchdowns. So hopefully win by a touchdown because Michigan State's done and hopefully the under hits. Say please again. Please. 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 Love please. it. Monty, we always love you and your Iowa bets. All right, coming up, NFL time, boys. That's coming up next. Welcome back to Stadium Bets, everybody. Just uh, finishing up our college football bets. We got our NFL bets now. Kind of a fun slate in the NFL, I think, this weekend. There's some good spots that I think we're going to hit. Uh, we have a couple games that we wanted to get to first for the prime games for the weekend, and then we'll open it up the board for kind of other NFL bets. But Nate, let's start with Dolphins-Bills. A yeah. game that's in the first slate of games on Sunday. Kind of surprised it's not a yeah. primetime spot. This probably will be the best game of the weekend. Bills are minus two and a half, total 53 and a half. Where are you leaning? Yeah, definitely a fun one. A playoff rematch from last year, although Skylar Thompson was the starting quarterback for the Dolphins and <laughs> the Bills the were like a yeah. yeah, no, Bills were a two touchdown favorite and, and the Dolphins uh got a play game plan to at least make the game interesting. Now it's a little bit of a different story, especially since the Dolphins just dropped seventy points on the Broncos. Most points in an NFL game since nineteen sixty six. They won by fifty points. So we're all pretty much in agreement though that we want to sell high on the Dolphins. I don't, I don't want to 
spoil our picks too much, but Bills minus two and a half for me. This number's kind of bounced around from minus two and a half to minus three. I don't know if I would bet minus three on this game, but definitely minus two and a half on Buffalo is a look. I just think that there's still a little bit of question marks about the Miami defense in terms of their personnel fitting Vic Fangio's scheme, a new defensive coordinator who I respect greatly, but I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Miami. And now they're facing an elite offense on the road in Buffalo who are coming off blowout wins against the Raiders and Commanders. So if Buffalo doesn't lose that game because Josh Allen turns the ball over four times against the Jets, I think the spread might look a little bit different. So you get the Bills at home under a field goal. I think it's a great buy low, not a buy low spot, but a great opportunity to bet on them and potentially sell high on this Miami team who played an absolute ceiling game in week three. Nate has the Bills. You have the? Look at that. I mean, how could I not take the Bills? I feel like the number, I feel like them being favorite is just, it's a layup for like the the public is going to be like, oh, they just put up 400 points last week. They played the best ball of their lives. They're obviously hot. Let me take the Dolphins. I'm like, first of all, I think this would be a different number if it was later in the day. I don't know what number I'm thinking of, but I feel I feel like the half, day changes stuff, but I don't know. My brain far, my, as opposed to like a I feel a, like it'd be a night game under the so lights. Like a night game of Buffalo, maybe three and a half, yeah, four and a half. Yeah, Buffalo. I feel like it'd be night a, game at the Ralph. <laughs> but give me the Bills. That's two if, points if, at if least. If Josh Allen doesn't turn the ball over eight times, I think they'll win <laughs> by a touchdown, probably eight times. Look, you know him; he's on inconsistent. Yeah, he's good for a pick a week, but. I'm with you. I think that this is the second time we've all agreed in the same show. This is nuts. Bills minus two and a half. It's a, it's a weird week. you guys week. said. There's it, not a lot to like. Know, I, know. I know. That's yeah. the thing. I think we all kind of agree on a lot of our bets here, which is fine because hopefully we do really well this weekend. But I do think the Bills minus two and a half. I think that's the move. They're just the better team in this situation. Miami, as we talked about. Historic game. Coming off a huge game. They're not going to do that again. They're just not. I think there's at least a little bit of regression in the cards there. The Bills defense, they lead in the NFL in opponent passer rating. They stop quarterbacks the best in the NFL. Let's go to the next one. Next big matchup that we have our eyes on. Ravens at the Browns. Browns minus two and a half, total 41. What do we like? Yeah, very fascinating game. And I've been banging the drum for the Browns pretty much all season. I know it's early, but I think in the uh, any other bet NFL segment, I took the Browns against the Bengals in week one and last week laid three with the Browns against the Titans. Now it's a little bit of a different story, though. You play, you're playing the Ravens, a division opponent, and, and just think about this in context. The Browns last week closed minus 3.5 against the Titans. Now they're minus 2.5 at home against the Ravens. And the Titans, I think, a really below-average team, especially at quarterback with, with Ryan Tannehill, who's a statue, playing behind a bad offensive line. That was always going to be a mismatch for the Browns' defensive line. Now you have Lamar, who can at least move a little bit. He's familiar with the Browns' defense. I know it's a different defensive coordinator, but familiar with a lot of the players. And now they're only lay, or getting two and a half, so I think there's just a little bit of a, I wouldn't say an overreaction, because the Ravens did lose to the Colts last week, and the Browns looked very good against the Titans. But it's enough where I think that it's properly priced, or this is a fair price, where I don't really want part of this game. I know a lot of people might make some cases for Ravens' teaser legs, teasing through two key numbers in a game with a low total. I think that's actually a, a decent way to look at it. I don't see the Browns blowing out the Ravens. But at the same time, I do think the Browns are just slightly better because of the Ravens' injury situation at the moment. Who do you no like? Bet. No, no bet. bet. He's passing? I, pass. I can see both teams winning. And I, Two no bets. I can see both teams covering at the same time. I, I, it's gross because my brain's oh, going, God. the Browns are a really good team. Just take the Browns. But also, it's a divisional game. 
I can see the Ravens winning. Yep. It's it's a disgusting game. So my thing is, I like the Ravens. I, I have no. I don't like. I half, don't hate that. Like I could be happy with. If you said it's such a weird if number. You said I make a bet right now. I wouldn't be mad with myself with either one. Yeah, I think Lamar bounces back from this Colts game where it, it, it just looked bad. Yeah. Everything looked bad for yeah. the Ravens. Everything was going wrong. It was and rainy, usually, and they had some. There were some fumbles that were probably caused by the rain. So. Yeah, and the Ravens, to me, at least in the past couple of years, especially under John Harbaugh, they have been consistently inconsistent. They will have an off game and look terrible, come back the next day and look like a great Ravens team, and Lamar looks amazing. So I'll take the Ravens plus two and a half. In a game like this, I'll just take whoever's the underdog, so give me the points. Uh, let's open it up. NFL bets oh. open up the floor, Nate. Another NFL Eight. bet you're looking at. We got, this is one I've had circled since last week, and it's something Ooh. I really was going to like but a, a certain result didn't play out my way. But I still like it. It's my favorite NFL bet of the week, and it's Patriots plus seven. And I guess kind of the, I wouldn't say a lazy hand, handicap, but like the five-second handicap is give me Bill Belichick getting over a touchdown, or over, a touchdown exactly at the moment, against Mike McCarthy, who is now assumed play-calling duties, and he was pretty horrific last week against the Cardinals if you watch that game. And maybe he has a little bit too much on his plate because – I don't think he was a great head coach to be, or is a great head coach to begin with. So, Patriots plus seven. Patriots are one and two, but the two losses were a pretty close game against the Eagles, where they dominate or not dominated the stats, but they outstatted Philly and lost a close game. And then they hung around with Miami and kind of kept that offense in check that we were just uh, gushing about in the last segment. So, I think the Patriots losing to two teams who are currently three and zero makes those losses kind of age well. And then they beat the Jets last week get off the mat and big game for them. You don't want to drop to one and three, especially with some even tougher games ahead. They've had a pretty brutal schedule to start and it's going to get not, not harder, but it's about the same going forward. So I like the Patriots plus seven. I'm not sure if they win this game, but I trust Bill Belichick to have something up his sleeve for Mike McCarthy to make this game ugly and close. I like that bet too, Nate. Guess what I also have? Not that bet. I have Broncos minus three, the grossest game of the week. If they're playing the Bears, oh, but but Colby, they just lost with the Dolphins for seventy points. <laughs> I there's so many games to bet. Why are you betting this one? Because I trust Sean Payton over trusting Matt Eberflus. Oh, what, what, yeah. what coach is going to get their team right? Both teams, I don't both disagree. teams got blown out. What what coach is going to get their team right? There's so Sean many Payton, games. Matt Eberflus, oh, who doesn't have the control of his locker room or whatever right now. <laughs> Goodbye. Fair. Monty's yeah. mad. Monty's mad. Uh, I'll go, uh, let's go the under for me, Kansas City and the Jets. Will Taylor Swift be there? Will she not be there? I'm not 100% sure. It's right down the street from where she lives. What's your favorite song? You know what I do know? Uh, probably gorgeous. Uh, I do. What I know what I do know is that the Jets' defense is great. Their offense is terrible. I don't think the, the Chiefs are going to have a run at the mill like they did against the Bears. They're not scoring 41 points again, that's for sure. And I don't know where the points come for the Jets. So give me the under 42 and a half. Wouldn't go lower than 42. And if Taylor Swift is going and she wants a little pregame bet information, hopefully she's watching Stadium Bets. That's all I'm I saying. Praise you. All right, we got our underdogs. We got our best bets. That's all coming up next on Stadium Bets. Welcome back to Stadium Bets, everybody. It's time for the world-famous underdog bets of the weekend, our best bets of the weekend, our favorite segment of the weekend as well. Nate, we'll start with you. Got the dog gears. What do you like, underdog of the weekend? Let's go NFL, home underdog. Carolina Panthers playing the Vikings. I'm not sure why the Vikings are a road favorite. I know they're 0-3, and maybe they're, you know, they're better than the record indicates, but they are addicted to playing close games. They have the last two years, and they have 
all three games this year. So I'll take a swing on Carolina at plus money. I think the Panthers are live to win and get their first win of the season. Ooh, all right, Colby, you got the bow tie on. What do you like? Underdog of the week. Taking the young boys. We're taking the Texans money line. The Steelers Ooh. offense, to me, I think is very overrated. In the recent games, I think it's deceiving how well they've looked. Houston last week showing that they're legit. They took down the Jaguars 37-17. Huge win. Huge. Is it a letdown spot? I don't care. I trust Stroud. I'm a Stroud boy. Woo! Can we get a bark? Dog bark? Oh, that was disturbing. There are kids watching. Uh, I'm going to go with the Titans for my underdog of the weekend. I, uh, I've i been burned by the Titans before. However, they are great as home dogs under Mike Vrabel. And they won against the Chargers as a home dog. And I think they're going to do the same exact thing against the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow didn't look 100%. And I think that Titans defensive line is going to get to him. They're going to force him either out of the pocket or force him to make some bad throws. Titans haven't looked great, so I think we're getting them at a pretty good price. Hopefully they get to plus three if you like the spread, but I do like them on a money line, so give me the Tennessee Titans to win this weekend. Boys, best bets. And before we do, again, we have our records here. We've been a little bit cold, a little caution for people watching. Nate, best bet of the weekend. Yeah, we talked about the top of the show, so make sure to go back to listen to all the points for that. But LSU, minus two and a half. Ole Miss, not as good as their perception. LSU, still a little bit undervalued from the week one loss. Give me the Tigers on Saturday evening in Oxford. We're taking Clemson minus six and a half. Oh, gosh. Sure. sure. You, believe, you believe in that. Sure. You like sure that. You guys think that Syracuse is good. Let me run through who they've played this year. Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, they're not good. Western yep. Michigan. Doo-doo water. Colgate. Colgate. Kind of a powerhouse. I'm kidding. Army. If we can get the same defense that played last week with the same intensity against Florida State, I think they can hold it down and cover the spread. Please, love of God, can the offense show up? That was disgusting last week. Benjamin. Benjamin. Utah State, minus six, I think is the play here. They're playing UConn, and you talk about bad teams. UConn is a bad team, 0-4. They haven't lost a game by less than seven points all season long, and the game they lost by seven points was a game they were favored against FIU. So (laughs) I don't think UConn knows how to play football very well. I'll take, you know, up to six, maybe six and a half with Utah State coming off a tough loss to James Madison. I think they could bounce back. I know it's a road game, but again, I'm betting on UConn just being an awful, awful football team heading into this weekend. So Utah State minus six is my best bets. Nate, let's go over 500. Colby, I'm hoping you get to 500 at some point for these best bets. You can find all of our content at Stadium Bets on Twitter. We're posting videos, fun TikToks as well on TikTok. Uh, You can get articles from Nate and everywhere else. But until then, good luck this week, and we'll see you next week on Stadium.